0: We all do it. We scroll through our feeds, seeing people who have been in and out of our lives. We see their causes, beliefs, and sometimes even a moral compass, show-offs. I don't know about you, but I'm interested in the story behind the pictures. I think it's time to have a conversation. Today's guest both terrifies and excites me. She could kick our asses <laughs> and make us feel better with some CBD edibles from a Toronto-based company. Please welcome competitive Muay Thai fighter and athletic cannabis recovery advocate
1: Angelina. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's pretty cool. Uh, Yeah, yeah, we go with advocate as opposed to addict, but yeah, Yeah. whatever you want to say. I got my got
0: nervous. (laughs) It's okay. Don't be scared.
1: (laughs) <laughs> i can't hurt you over the phone so that's there okay. we go yeah
0: we've got some miles yeah. between us <laughs>
1: there
0: we go. thank you so much for coming on to um to share your story both in fitness and in business and it seems like for you those two go hand in hand
1: yeah it's uh it's been a really interesting journey and uh i never kind of thought the path was gonna go this way uh it's been uh quite difficult been a crazy few years. So I've kind of gone from like competitive Muay Thai fighter and just being an athlete and just doing the grind of uh, of the everyday uh, mm-hmm. and not really understanding where that path was going to go. And as I was aging and as things were uh, becoming more sore and I was dealing with uh, cortisol level issues and... I didn't really know what to do i would take a day off but we were really taught like go harder go faster train harder you know don't be a, you know don't be weak just be yeah. stronger go no. so i would try that whole harder faster stronger shit and it just didn't uh it wasn't working a day off here and there wasn't working so that's when i met the boys at float toronto and Uh, That's when I started my own healing journey. That's where I had to learn about slowing it down a little bit that's where I learned that taking a few days off or taking some time for myself was a really way better place to be and I was able to come back a lot stronger. So Mm -hmm. I didn't want to smoke weed. Uh, I hadn't really used any sort of anything except for painkillers over the last 10 years. I was a big stoner in high school, but uh kind of that fell off after uh I'd say probably like early 2000s and I was just like I'm gonna be an athlete now so that's what I'm gonna do yeah uh and the two kind of didn't make sense to me so I started making butters and I started experimenting and that was a that was a crazy journey I uh talk to me
0: about that (laughs) how did you like were you just kind of I know for me, when I started using cannabis and like my self-care routine and things like that, it was more like, I was so desperate. Like I was
1: willing to try anything, (laughs) you know? Absolutely. Uh, Uh, The doctors kept offering me painkillers and I'm just like, this doesn't make sense. You know, what they're offering me is so, uh, is making me drowsy in the morning. So when I was getting up and trying to train again, it just like, I was just, it was just like this whole cycle of not feeling well. So, uh, so I did start making butters. And I'm just like, screw it. I have no other option here. I was seeing like after uh, like a whiplash and they had sent me to uh, a hospital downtown Toronto and they gave me, uh, they're like, well, what do you take for medications? I'm like, uh, probably not even Advil at this point. Yeah. And they gave me like an oxy and uh, an Advan, And I was like off my head, <laughs> like, Yeah. I, I'm like, this is not an option. This is not healthy living for me. This is not what I want to do. So. I just uh, I was always watching my like the champion boys and uh, mm-hmm. the Muay Thai fighters and they would always blaze and train. And I'm like, you guys are crazy. How are you not eating chips? It made no sense <laughs> to me. Yeah. So like that came later for me. Um, but I just started it. I started the whole uh, treatment as just needing to relax at night, needing to shut it down okay. and then realizing as I was shutting it down, I was able to uh, sleep better. And when you're sleeping better. You're getting up the next day and you're feeling a little better and then you're eating a little better and it just started this whole kind of cycle of uh you know the whole what we started as the train treat repeat philosophy so yeah, i love when that you're, getting the rest, you're able to get up and go again the next day so uh so it started as a total recovery being healthier sort of journey uh and then i uh after i suffered a concussion uh a year and a half ago a really debilitating concussion uh, about mm-hmm. a week before a fight was my last sparring session and a big boy took me off my seat with an uppercut that uh, left me in the hospital with oh, uh, the inability to touch my nose and then touch a doctor's fingers. Uh, it took about three or four days for my speech to come back. And, uh wow. And I still got up and thought that I could go and train. Like it was. I'm totally fine. I just, I'm slurring a little. It's totally okay. And I'm like, what is happening right now? So I did have to take a long time off. And then to this day, I still can't take a punch to the head anymore. Like I just like, mm-hmm. forget it. I can't do it. And I'm okay with that. And I can still train as hard as everybody else and be a beast and do whatever. But I'm like, I only have one brain. So that's yeah. where I'm at with that. But uh, then I started uh, having a puff here and there and going for runs and really you know my little five kilometer muay thai warm-up
0: mm-hmm. has
1: become like a whole other level so about a year and a half ago we started a running group called the ripped runners and then we started blazing and running <laughs> and just like okay what's <laughs> happening amazing. so we went from a little <laughs> yeah. 5k around parkdale to uh 15 kilometer trail run wow and the whole philosophy behind uh like running and cannabis is that it just relaxes your body it takes your whole brain out of the equation of what's going on you're not like oh my lungs are burning and my legs hurt you're like wow that song's amazing and i just want to go further yeah and yeah i know that it it might be cheating the system a little bit but you know like i'm okay with that you know if i finish at eight to twelve k run and i'm like oh when did that happen i don't even you know, like, you just mm-hmm. kind of, I'll get lost in my days of thoughts of what I have to do for the business or who I have to call during the day. So I can kind of like, I'll go through all of my brainstorming sessions while I'm running. Yeah, definitely. And then you just, and then you're just kind of done. And you're like, oh, look what I did, you know? And so.
0: I feel like too, that's of is- like my most like creative moments. You know what I mean? i like, oh, this would be a really cool way to tackle like X, Y, and Z project Absolutely. or whatever for sure
1: absolutely it is a little more creative way to kind of go in the process now I, I definitely would like go in and recommend that you know people that who haven't really started to kind of touch cannabis products would just kind of go in and do what i'm doing cuz it'll right. lay you out but because you know i was a super super cbd girl and i was just using cbd for recovery uh until my concussion and then i really started to up my medication because of uh because of the uh speech impediment that i had and i really felt that by fighting the inflammation on the brain, I was able to uh, just get the rest that I needed and to heal myself more. But uh, so the more I had to take
0: quite a bit of time off, how much time did you have to take off after your concussion?
1: I, uh, I stupidly tried to come back a week later. Like I was really, I want to say headstrong, but that's not the right word. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Because it wasn't smart, because I'm just so stubborn with it. And it's, Muay Thai is what I love more than anything. And when you find a passion and what really kind of completes you and where you feel good, you obviously want to go back to that. And I really identified as being a fighter for the last 10 years. And that's who I was. So to take that little bit away from me, I, I was left in this, well, what the fuck do I do now? Yeah. So, uh, so then, you know, the whole path of the injuries and finding Float Toronto and finding how THC helps And this whole kind of journey that I've been on has just been so uh, eye-opening because, you know, if you had told me five years ago that I was going to be like a cannabis advocate who got to help athletes and got to tour around and, you know, (laughs) talking about weed, I I probably wouldn't have believed you because I was like, ah, weed slows you down. And uh, like, it didn't it didn't make any sense to me. And I just wanted to be a fighter. But uh, given the opportunity to be able to help athletes not make the mistakes or. uh, you know, like for the last 15 years, I've paid my bills being a hairstylist, and I always really identified with being able to help people make to help people feel better. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, you do a set of highlights, and you, you know, you got a gorgeous blonde, and she's super <laughs> stoked, and then that's that's a great feeling. But when right. you can take that and be like, help somebody get rest, or you know, help somebody relax enough that they're able to enjoy their marriage, or be able yeah. to get somebody off opiates, or watch somebody's tumors shrink you know, that's a little bit different than making somebody feel pretty for the day.
0: Right. Yeah. No, that's real, like, get you in your core type stuff of like, this is my purpose. This is why I'm here for sure. Without a doubt. How did you come in contact with the Float Boys?
1: So, uh, Jesse and Sean moved from, uh, Vancouver with a hope and a dream and all of their stuff in a van, Mm -hmm. (laughs) in a little, like in a little van. And they drove from Vancouver to Toronto and they looked around and they know they had the float, the sensory deprivation dream. You know, they listen to Joe Rogan and they knew it was a thing. Yeah. They knew that people needed help. And they just happened to end up uh, across from the Drake Hotel in uh, off of Queen Street in Toronto. And they ended up across from uh, Bolt Fresh Bar, which is a smoothie bar that uh, my friend Eddie owns. So mm-hmm. we would always loiter in front of there, and Jesse and Sean would be building across the street. And we we're like, Come on, guys, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. And So i've been listening to joe rogan and we all knew that cannabis and floating and healing and training it was all going together so it's just about kind of pushing that path forward together and uh it's been a really beautiful friendship so my job for them is as a uh athletic uh their athletic ambassador so i bring my hurt athletes and my people that i know with uh body pain, anxiety, fibromyalgia, uh, MS, Mm -hmm. like anything, anybody that, you know, we're now at a point in society that we have to pay to go shut it off. So (laughs) you go to float Toronto, you, you know, you get in a tank, there's no Instagram and you have to be alone with your thoughts for an hour. And And it's scary to a lot of people people like, yeah, (laughs) exactly. But the more scared of it, you are probably is just showing how much more you need uh, how much more you need it. Absolutely.
0: You know, like,
1: yeah, I 100% it's, it's, agree with that. Yes. Yeah. So it's you know it's you're floating. You're going to spend an hour with yourself, and there is no better gift. You know, like it's it is the gift of nothing, and it's the best thing you can mm-hmm. do for yourself.
0: So, yeah, I could go for some you know, of that. Some right days now. in there, I'm thinking <laughs>
1: about flight, uh, fight techniques Some days, I'm thinking about recipe development. Some days, I'm thinking about how we could ever get blessed out of the hands of the corporate grossness that's going on in the Canadian legalized market right now, and keeping it yeah. to its authentic self.
0: Yeah, how has how has things changed since legalization, and what's been? I guess what's been the best thing, and what's been the worst thing in your experience as far as legalization in Canada?
1: Um, I have uh, I am not on the black market anymore, uh, Mm -hmm. and that's been a long time coming. Uh, It's been really important for me to be able to take Bless to the uh, legal market because I know of the reach that we can have. Uh, I didn't do this to make money. I I did this just to kind of help myself and to help my friends. So, yeah. um, you know, I got to spend the best, <laughs> the best legalization day ever uh, with a company that I was thinking about going on board with uh, that hasn't fallen through, unfortunately. Uh, and I got to spend it in a hot tub on the mountains of <laughs> Victoria, BC. Oh my gosh, In a hot gorgeous. tub with <laughs> one of my favorite extraction artists of all time. So that was really cool. Uh, you know, when we saw Tommy Chong uh, do a live show. We saw Ludacris do a live show and that was super ballin'. Uh, yeah. but legalization for me will feel like legalization when cannabis can be in everyone's hands
0: mm-hmm. at
1: a reasonable price.
0: Right. And I yeah. think,
1: I think that is what legalization will be. Uh, I think it'll take, you know, I'm ex- Hard. there's a lot of shit talking and a lot of like really funny things going on when I'm seeing people open canisters that are paying $30 for like not even three grams of weed wow. and yeah. you know it's uh, there it yeah things have a long way to go but I think that's kind of part of the journey as well like I'm I'm glad that Ontario didn't have stores open on uh, October 17th because I think it would have been mayhem I think we really yeah. slowly have to kind of move into it you know and and that's okay. It's okay that edibles are going to take a year to come in because because everybody has a bad brownie story. So True. Yeah. It's it's really easy to be misinformed. It's really easy to not educate people. So I think that uh legalization now that people are ready to have the conversation, uh we can start to really talk about breaking stigmas and having people be comfortable for full legalization coming.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to have a storefront, or is it just, what? what's your setup like, uh, or what are your goals for your...
1: Uh, my goal would be to align with the li- the right licensed producer, so okay. that, uh, in- initially, it was, uh, I started kind of going through the list of who was going to be producing the best, or sorry, the most concentrates, mm-hmm. but then I kind of thought about what I'm putting into my body, and I'm, so I'm, I like uh, really well-done concentrates or really beautiful craft flour. So I want everything that I'm putting into my body to be as organic or as healthy in nature. So I want my people to be eating that stuff too. That's, that is how we get the best medicine. So, you know, do I dream of a little Queen Street bake shop where I get to bust out like focaccia (laughs) loaves and uh, you know, you open the door and there's that like a bready weedy smell or that fresh weedy cookie smell. Like that, that would be beautiful. But I don't think that legalization will look like that in Canada. So, um, you know, eventually you might be able to walk into Sugo, Toronto, and for dessert, have one of my chocolates, you know, that will be opened up from a Health Canada package. And I think that would be amazing.
0: That would Uh, be incredible. uh, That kind of gives me goosebumps. Yeah, that's right, right? Yeah, Yeah, that's really, really neat. Where do you source your CBD from?
1: Uh, I have a very special person that I get my CBD from. Nice. Uh, I can't tell you who that is, sure, but he's moving into the—he's uh, moving into the legal market as well. Awesome. Uh, but it is a full-spectrum CBD oil that Great. that we're using, and it's—it's uh, it's filled with plant matter. Uh, it's organic. It's lab-tested, and uh, it truly helps. It truly, truly helps. There is a big difference between CBD derived from from cannabis or CBD derived from hemp. Uh, that little tiny THC percentage really does a lot for the inflammation and the pain benefits that people are dealing with on a daily basis. No, it, it,
0: it is a huge difference. <laughs> I agree with yeah. that completely.
1: For vegan chocolate bark in everybody's hands by hopefully a year from now.
0: That is so awesome. They're
1: absolutely beautiful. Yeah.
0: Talk a little bit about all the different offerings on your menu. Cause I was looking through your website of all the different things and I'm like craving one of those oatmeal, peanut butter, chocolate chip <laughs> cookies. They look amazing.
1: That's the uh, that's the original. So that's that's where we started. So uh, that's our oatmeal chocolate chip peanut butter cookie. It's eggless. So we make it, it's uh, got flax in it. Uh, we do it with grass fed butter a lot of the time. And the way that the fats hit you, you know, they all kind of go into your system a little bit differently. Like the way that the coconut co- coconut oil hits you, the way that the uh, butter will hit you uh very different into your system. So I find that doing it with a grass fed butter is a little bit of a heavier hitter. So these cookies, uh without my knowing, got into the uh the Lyft Awards to your or last year and that's they won badass. second place. So <laughs> no way, that was uh funny. So that was a big shocker and surprise to me because we didn't even like we didn't even know we were up for an award. So that's just the people have spoken, and I'm, is, I was gonna
0: say that's the kind of award you want to win. That's awesome.
1: I'm like, what? Yeah, somebody called me from the award show. They're like, did you know you won? I'm like, I didn't even know I was up for one. So that's,
0: that's <laughs> who filled out this great. paperwork? Yeah,
1: <laughs> but they are heavy hitters. So this is also, you know, it's a 50 milligram cookie with 25 milligrams of CBD oil in it. So wow, uh, they. They are heavy hitters. And so a product like that probably won't make it to the legal market. Right. So, yeah. um, Yeah.
0: What um, have they talked about, I guess, the ratios between CBD and THC and like what, what I'm not familiar with um, Canadian laws as far as that goes.
1: Uh, They haven't released the regulations as to what it is. We're assuming it's going to be 10 milligrams. Okay. Uh, but we don't know if that's going to be 10 milligrams in a package. If we don't, we don't know if that'll be like 10 milligrams up to 100 uh, package separately. Uh, we, yeah, we're. I think it's December 1st that the regulations come out for us. Okay,
0: okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to sound uninformed. Of? I'm based out of Dallas. We actually don't have legalization here in Dallas yet. Um, in Dallas, Texas but, uh, yeah, so it's just very, very interesting. (laughs) Um,
1: so so, do you guys have a medical program? Is there even a medical program for you?
0: Very, very minimal. It is, um, epilepsy and one form of epilepsy, um, that has the medical marijuana card or like where you can get medical marijuana for it.
1: Yeah, it is. So if you wanted to smoke cannabis, you're still like, back alley buying kind of
0: yeah it's prohibition state for sure and i'm in one of the more prohibition
1: dallas eh? yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah. i'm in one of the really really conservative um areas in the u.s where i mean people just don't even talk about it for the most
1: part we're starting to do you talk do you talk about your cannabis consumption absolutely yeah loud and proud yep great and
0: that's more recent yeah that's more recent um on instagram the microdosing mama that's me as well and that's okay my...
1: awesome great yeah I
0: love <laughs> thank, you. thank you yeah yeah that's yeah. kind of my my journey through um what i'm going through and I, I was really late into the game um as far as even using cannabis um like last two and a half three years <laughs> and right. so it's it's changed my life tremendously and it's kind of one of those where once you you know you allow it to do what it needs to do for you. And you, you know what I mean? Like you, you just want to share it with everyone because there is another way other than the opioids, other than, you know, um, all the, all the different medicines that get kind of pushed on us, the big pharma for sure.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. I, uh, I had trouble. Uh, I have a medical license for myself, so okay. I had, I have to get it renewed like every six months through whatever doctor. Uh, and so I went to a walking tank just down the street and I went, I'm just like, I just need you guys to sign this. I've been a medical patient for two or three years and I need a signature. Or I have a concussion, blah, blah, blah. The doctor looked at me and said, we haven't really seen any studies that show that cannabis helps. Really? <laughs> I'm like, what? I said, but you would have no problem giving me an opiate right now, would you? What did they say? I'm like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. Thanks. You know, like. <laughs> oh my So So, uh, you know, we are a legalized we're a legalized country but people still don't know so we still have a lot of work to do with educating people and mm-hmm. and and just kind of getting those conversations started so i'm glad that you're in dallas and i'm glad that it's not legal there and i'm glad that you're talking about it
0: yeah oh absolutely it's cool like around here there's there's starting to be little shops that you know pop up as far as like just the yeah. cdd and things and, and it's got to start somewhere that's obviously going to come first especially in a right. super conservative state um but you know, I, I look at um, just different states. We just had elections, you know, earlier in the month, and um, there's three more states that two two got medical marijuana approved, and the other um, got medical and recreational approved. So, I mean, there there is progress, but it's not like everyone. In it's falls slow, away. and
1: I'm sure in 20 years it'll be a fully legalized. I think it'll be a legalized country, and then yeah. we'll be able to look back and laugh at it. Right, but it's, it's the work that we we're gonna have to do right now that will yeah. change those things for us.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, the boots on the ground for sure. I, I'm hoping yeah. that you know my kids never have to like know not not know, I guess, what what cannabis can do for them or have to hide it. I guess
1: that's my goal. I'm really I'm really problems. excited that uh, like my partner's kids won't ever know the stigma associated with it. Like it'll just right. be as normal as. Uh, our parents drinking wine with dinner and that's how I want to see it yeah
0: yeah oh absolutely and I I think that's like a lot of the the women especially that I've met through the industry um uh, that's kind of the general consensus right like why is there all these like mommy needs her wine but if mommy needs a joint you know everyone just is like oh my god you're a terrible parent or you know whatever and it's like no this is actually making me be a good one
1: And you know what, the more parents I talk to, the more I really can see those things, you know, I wasn't sure I'm like, well, you know, like, like how are you just going to be stoned around your kids and I'm like, Oh, no, you're stoned around your kids and you're having a great time with them and they're having a great time with you. you know? yeah. Like, yeah,
0: yeah, that's exactly what it's done for me. And that's kind of why, you know, I, I started all of this was like, what's one way I can help end the stigma and have the conversation was part of that because like, I want to talk to everybody about everything. And then, you know, right. my story is going to come out in that too. And they're going to see like, oh, I'm, I'm normal, <laughs> you know, and, and yeah. I'm a cannabis using mom. It's not that big of a deal. I'm responsible about it,
1: you know, and I do it for self-care. So, oh my goodness. Anyway. got a great mom that you'll want to talk to who's going to be writing a book called Ganja Babies. So oh, she awesome. used that canvas oil. As a way to medicate herself for her uh for her morning sickness, and she was so sick, and all the doctors told her that if she took cannabis that the babies would be super super small mm-hmm. and she took cannabis really really micro dosed cannabis oil, nothing crazy uh took care of herself and has two of the most beautiful healthy like gorgeous baby boys I've ever seen in my whole life, and they're just oh, amazing so I love that yeah, yeah a, they're they're really funny kids and uh yeah just so just so great to see them they came out I think they were uh six pounds five ounces each okay yeah so Perfect. yeah 12 pounds of baby right there so yeah that yeah. whole birth weight from all that cannabis you know <laughs> oh my god, oh my god.
0: Yeah, yeah I have twins too so I'm like that's really great healthy weight for for a baby oh wow yeah yeah, what a journey! <laughs> Could have really yeah. used the cannabis back then, for sure.
1: Right? Oh, that's uh, we funny. were we were talking about uh, the stuff on my list. We kind of I think we got yeah, off Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Back. Didn't mean to
0: jump off.
1: No, that. we're babbling. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, the oatmeal chocolate chip peanut butter cookies. Those are like our number one, uh, our number one seller. After that are the vegan chocolate bars, which. Uh, we couldn't keep in stock if our life depended on it. They are really? completely amazing. I find that women really, 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 really like those because it's 10 pieces. Each dose is 12 milligrams of THC and five milligrams of CBD oil. Right. Uh, so really well dosed through each bar and uh, super tasty with uh, finished with a little bit of Himalayan sea salt.
0: Um, our
1: vegan gluten-free sugar-free Power Balls come in all sorts of different flavors, uh, lemon ginger, cookie dough, all super healthy, all super low dose, ten milligrams of THC. Uh, what else we got? Uh, you know, we we do a lot of seasonal stuff. We do popsicles in the summer. Uh, it's just really fun for us to play. You know, we know how to use the oils. So uh, I'm gonna. Uh, we're talking to a girlfriend this morning, and she's doing a she's doing a skincare line. So we're gonna infuse some Epsom salts, do some infused baths. That'll be mm-hmm. another ode to uh, float Toronto with the magnesium therapy which we all know is really important for the rest and relaxation benefits of yeah, uh, of absolutely. training and life and, and being a woman.
0: <laughs> absolutely. Uh,
1: products. Yeah. Uh, the pucks, I make coffee pucks, pucks that can go in your coffee. You can make yourself a little butter infused coffee in the morning. Oh, that uh, sounds amazing. As well. Yeah. So that's vegan gluten-free. Uh, you know, a high, healthy fat, no sugar kind of can't go wrong with that. So those are great for people that are dealing with a lot of pain and that really need to shut it down. So a great friend of mine is a craft grower and he grows a strain called shishka berry, which is a really lovely indica strain. And, uh, that's great for, yeah, for anybody suffering with body pain. I think that's for a lot of like my thoughts, fibromyalgia patients. Yeah, Yeah,
0: definitely. Any of those chronic illness, that's awesome. Yeah. Wow. All right. I looked on your site and it said that there's going to be topicals coming soon. Talk to me about that.
1: Oh, um, <laughs> this is all about me. Right. So uh, <laughs> yeah, basically sorry, I kind of make, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of make what I want. Right. So I go to the I go to the health food store or I go to the pharmacy and you look at the body creams and I can't pronounce anything that's on there. right no that's that's true why would why would i put that on me or i put it on it feels greasy i put it on me it smells like plastic from china like i just uh so i make a all organic you could eat it uh body butter which is like a cocoa butter vanilla lemongrass Uh, so i make that one that one's a little bit more girly uh and that's infused with again the shishka berry organic thc uh i also uh do one that is more of a tiger bomb style so Mm -hmm. there's that whole like that really uh that tiger bomb smell but it's more of a thai oil that i bring back so uh whenever we train whenever we train in thailand we use this uh thai oil that goes all over our bodies it's uh it's really sticky and uh we use it like as a lubrication before we before we strike it warms up the muscles uh it's really really lovely so we i put that I mix that into a, uh, like a coconut oil base. And so there's that one. And then uh, for men, or for just like a little bit of a, a woodier smell, I make a body butter that's like a cocoa butter, coconut oil, shea butter of uh and I infuse it with a backwoods cigar. Cause I just wanted oh, to get cool. that, that weedy uh, kind of backwood cigar kind of flavor. So I think that's really nice. Just as a body butter for men. I kinda yeah, like definitely. it for myself too.
0: No, I was yeah. gonna say I like so, the woodsy
1: mustard. Yeah, I really like sure. those like cedary, uh tobacco kind of smells. I think that's yes. a really warm scent. It's really nice. Yeah. Yeah, those are my favorite too. Yeah.
0: Oh my goodness, you're doing it all. When do you have time to rest? I mean, really, I know that's part of it, but I'm like listening to everything that you do. And I'm like, my gosh,
1: (laughs) I I don't. So like I wake up in the morning and you know, it's about uh, two to three hours at the gym. And then I come home and it's phone calls and emails and meetings. And then I still do hair a few days a week. Oh, wow. And I have a great partner. And uh, yeah, I don't don't know how I get it all done. It's a (laughs) lot of panic and a lot of like shutting the hell down sometimes because I can't get it all done. And you know, I'm not making any money. So it is really difficult. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm a CEO that has no money. So no, uh, that, I know that it's that's all coming. the
0: passion for sure. I feel like that's a
1: lot of us. In know, this I industry. know, I know that my heart's in the right place. And uh, when I have days that I give up, I have a great support group of people that tell me that I'm absolutely doing the right thing and that I absolutely will make it. Uh I just want to align with the right people that can help get me there and will really want to build this out for the right purposes i understand there's a lot of money in cannabis uh and i understand that this will be kind of the next big pharma but i don't think we need to make the mistakes that big pharma has made by not allowing the little people who have built themselves up and tried to build careers i just don't want to get run over and preach you know, yes like, like <laughs> my grandfather came from italy uh as a baker and he couldn't do what he wanted to do he came and he cleaned so mm-hmm. I want to be able to do what I do and bring what I do to the people that to the people that need it the most. So that's really that beautiful. That that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah,
0: that's great. Pioneering the way. It's Oh, and the donuts. It. I didn't tell you about oh the donuts. Oh my gosh, yes, do the Simpsons. donuts. Sorry. beautiful, <laughs>
1: beautiful round donuts. <laughs> yeah, Talk about so those it's like a sure. little ode to the Simpsons. Uh, but the thing about donuts is that uh, you can't fry You can't fry, uh, like THC burns off after a certain temperature. So it's not like you could do a fried donut. But uh, so our donuts are vegan and baked. Uh, So with a coconut oil base. So still a little bit healthier, still a little bit lower in sugar, but still really super fun and uh and they're they're, gorgeous yeah they're super cute like who doesn't want a pink donut
0: i know (laughs) so good yeah your site's incredible i love seeing all your instagram pictures too of everything that you're doing and just all of it it's so great it's so so great and you're definitely pioneering the way um for the canadian industry and it's pretty awesome i'm so excited to to know you
1: (laughs) thank you thank you so much
0: and the whole philosophy of train, treat, repeat, I mean, does it get any more clear or any more like powerful than that? I don't think so.
1: <laughs> I really it's don't. really awesome. Like, so every time I, uh, I spent the last 13 winters in Thailand, uh, training at camps. And every year I would go. How and, long have you been uh, fighting?
0: I didn't even ask you that. I was just kind of wanted to jump right into it. My fight was in
1: 2005. Okay.
0: Yeah. And so what made you get into, like I, into Muay Thai? I,
1: um, I was a party girl. Okay. <laughs> I, I was a total party girl and uh, I got tired of that, you know, but I love to go and dance and I love to go like just kill energy and just burn it off. And, uh, and I got tired of that. So I just like, okay, I'm going to start running. I'd never been athletic. I had never ever done anything athletic, like shakes my way through all track and field days. <laughs> and really? Whatever okay. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like failed gymnastics. I was not, nobody in our family was athletic. Like this, this wasn't us. <laughs> So uh just decided to go start running and then I realized I didn't know what I was doing and I was coughing up the 10 years of cigarette smoking that I did and uh, ended up at a gym. And uh, Ajahn Suchart, and Ajahn Suchart is uh, the man who brought uh, Muay Thai to uh, Canada uh, right. 25 odd years ago. And so he fell into my life and his training fell into my life and from there ended up at another gym and then after that went through a breakup and after the breakup, I'm like, "Screwed, I'm going to Thailand. And I was just a, you know, a kid who had never traveled. And I got on a plane and I went to Thailand and I ended up somewhere where nobody spoke any English and they're like, okay, six o'clock, come run. <laughs> and then it started and I'm like, I would never fight. And then I was fighting in a temple fight in the backyard of a, you know, it was just insane. So that's uh, incredible. Husband, like
0: what, that sounds like yeah. a movie. <laughs>
1: yeah so every time you before you fight your trainers will take you to a monk and the monk will tattoo you uh it's called a Sakyant, and it's a ceremonial tattoo where they bless you and so the tattoo that they pick for you uh will help to protect you so it's kind of whatever they feel that you need before you go fight if it's strength if it's protection if it's love so whatever those uh whatever those tattoos symbolize they will put on you so sometimes you don't even get to pick it and they just put it on you. So wow. my whole back is covered in those tattoos uh, as a form of my own protection. And what is the basis of those tattoos is this little squiggly line thing, which is kind of hard to explain over the phone, but uh, it's called the Unilom and the Unilom in Buddhist culture represents the path. So it's a lot of squiggly lines going all the way up. So it shows all the twists and turns that you go through in life. On that's your way in your up. logo. Correct. So that's my logo. Yeah. Yes. So that's, uh, that's where blessed comes from. And you know, I only can believe that that path of me training and fighting and hurting myself and getting better and feeling out how to heal myself, uh, can be passed along and hopefully others can be blessed too. That is incredible. Absolutely incredible. <laughs> kind of and you're, are,
0: you're yeah. <laughs> no, you're, no, it's, it's amazing. And your ink is so beautiful. I always, I've noticed Thank that you. in
1: your photos, it's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, And, it's, I, and so I, I had no idea, a idea lot that of my photos, I don't know if you've been into to her photography site, but she's, uh, I took my clothes off for Taylor or Taylor made me do it or something (laughs) like that. And so she, uh, she's just got this, you know, my, my girlfriend, Lisa has this 20 foot indica plant growing in her backyard. And she's got this little old aunt that lives in this house. And I showed up and we took this picture there in front of this 20 foot indica plant and this little old grandma. And I'm just like, what are you doing with this plant? She's like, they make it in topicals for me, honey, because my hands are sore. And I was like, oh, my God, I love you. Like, who are you? And this is what's happening. And she's like, I heard you make cookies. Did you bring me some? Oh, my gosh. What a connection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so I think you might need to take uh, get on a plane and come to Canada. I
0: That's know. I oh, my gosh. We were literally talking about that in a couple episodes ago on this podcast and how a bunch of – um. The women here are like, next year, we need to go to Canada and go see what's up and meet up with everybody.
1: Well, if you make it here, I will arrange a float for you and all of your ladies and all of the chocolate. Sold, 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 sold. Or-
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that sounds
0: amazing. That sounds amazing. amazing. I love what you're doing. I really do. And I, I wish you nothing but the absolute best with this. It's, you're on something very special. And talking to you, you. Uh, and understanding more of it just makes me that much more excited for you.
1: For sure. Amazing. For sure. So we're really looking forward to the next steps and really hoping that we kind of land with the the right partnerships to bring us to the right, uh, you know, so that we can get that whole worldwide scope because this, you know, it's not about like rinsing out and making money. I'm really looking forward to uh, me and my family being really comfortable, but uh, you know, I'm more excited about being able to go out and, be in all the gyms and talk to all the athletes and talk to all the moms and talk to all the people that I know that this, this plant could really help. Yeah. uh, I'm just looking forward to really being able to get to work and not have to hide behind the uh, black or gray market kind of stigma anymore. We definitely need to like
0: touch base within like the next year too. I want to see what all has happened, you know, and once edibles, you know, become able, you know, to be on the market in the right way. I'm really curious. Uh, maybe we'll be
1: down in Dallas signing some licensing agreements once you guys have legalized, oh and you can be like, "I started this, my chapter now."
0: Yeah. full circle for sure. I would love that. There we I would go. absolutely love that. That is awesome. Well, what I do with my guests is I go through um, ten questions that they do inside the Actors okay. Studio because I just think it's really neat to get to know kind of the makers and the creators behind um, the products and the people. So if you're up for it, I'd love to ask you a few questions. Absolutely. Okay. What is your favorite word?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> my my partner just said "merp." <laughs> it's not actually a word. It's more of a sound that I make when I'm kind of squirreling around the house and trying to get shit done. And it's just more of a confusion sort of statement of me trying to get everything. Everyone everyone that knows me calls me squirrel. So. Uh, I think it's just me trying to get everything done at once and nothing's actually getting done. So they all watch me kind of chase my tail and then the whole <laughs> Merp word kind of came up as a, I know everybody will know it. That's great. But, uh, yeah, that's oddly what came to mind. <laughs>
0: that's awesome. No, I love that. What's your least favorite word? Least favorite word? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Can't. What turns you up a lot? Yeah, it does. <laughs> it says a lot. That's why I yeah. do these. Cause it, it says a lot about yeah. the people for sure. Um, what, what turns you on creatively, spiritually, or
1: emotionally? Watching people clinch, watching people do Muay Thai. That is probably (laughs) what gets my guts kind of going the most of, uh, that's, that's just kind of what drives me is watching, uh, is watching the struggle of training and, uh, the struggle that I've had, uh, in my training life and in my fight life Mm -hmm. has been the best preparation for what I have to deal with now. Wow. There's that path again. <laughs> Damn it, eh? Fuck. Right? That's pretty good. <laughs> I kind of stuck with it. It's just, it's following me everywhere I go. Yeah. But, um, yeah. That's a really great answer. Um, what turns you off? Laziness. Uh, I really hurt my foot three days ago. Uh, mm-hmm. and I trained the first day after it happened, like an idiot. I'm like, I can do this. No problem. It's <laughs> fine. And then I'm like, no, I'm really, You know, I blocked, I blocked a kick, bent all of my toes back, spent the next day getting an x-ray, was sure it was broken. It was actually the other toes on the other foot that were broken from (laughs) another injury. Uh, But I, I kind of can't give up. I would like to, I would like to stop moving, but I don't know how to do that. You know, like I, even when I try to take a day off, somebody needs help. If I, you know, so I don't know how to not, I don't know how to not move. So I'm learning, I'm learning how to slow down, but it's important to keep going.
0: Yeah. That's kind of the contradiction of it all, isn't it? (laughs) What is your favorite curse word?
1: Favorite curse word. (laughs) I say the F word a lot.
0: Yeah. That's always (laughs) a good good. (laughs) go-to. Yeah. Yeah. What sound or noise do you love?
1: Um, Right now I can hear the cat licking the dry food off of the plate, looking at me like at what a bad mother I am. So that's not a noise that I love, but... Um, uh, weed being ground up, how about that? There you <laughs> um, go. Hearing hearing my uh, the machine uh, that makes my butter, hearing that go off, I love that sound. I love hearing the cookies finish. I love uh, the sound of somebody good hitting pads. I love the sound of my coach's voice. I love the sound of my partner FaceTiming with his kids, which is really funny because it turns him into a big baby.
0: Uh,
1: And he's tough as hell. So that's fun. Uh, You have to hear my cat talk though, because that's probably the (laughs) best noise. I'll need a video. (laughs) 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 Yeah. (laughs) Those are all good noises. Yeah.
0: So what sound or noise do you hate?
1: The cat licking the plate. There you go. Telling me what a (laughs) bad cat mom I am. (laughs) You're like,
0: I'm trying. I have so much to do. I'm like, really?
1: (laughs) I'm I'm sure it's delicious. Um, Noises that I don't like. Uh, (laughs) uh, The sound of myself when I'm stressed because I become a mouth breather. Interesting. So I'm I'm constantly, I have my headphones in constantly. And then if I hear my music shut off, like if it's like a break between the songs and I catch myself, (sighs) I'm like, all right. All right, stressy, You can you can go take a breather. Calm now. down. <laughs> literally go take a breather. Yeah, <laughs> literally stop mess breathing and scaring people. <laughs> yeah, I'll like I'll I'll get the panic breath, so, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. What
0: um what profession other than your own would you like to attempt?
1: I would have been a nurse, I think. Always trying I think to take care of somebody. I think I would have liked to have been a nurse. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, I'd like yeah, I always kind of pictured that. Uh, I don't think I would want to be anything other than what I am. I love that. Wow! Wow.
0: See, look at those aha moments. That's why I do
1: this. That's nice. Okay, that's great. That was great. That was really great for me. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) um, Yeah, today was a massive struggle. I'm like, yeah, today was a massive struggle, and I don't, you know, when you don't have any money behind what you're doing, and you have so much love and support, but there isn't the financial backing and oh, you, you know that you're doing the sure. right thing. You like I question it, and my my best girlfriend was like, "You got this. I know you got this." I'm like, "Are you sure?" Because I'm not so sure. She's like, "We
0: need something tactical to tell I'm, me." Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah so awesome. it's hard because I I talk to you and I talk to people, and everyone is just like, "This is good, and you've you've got this. This is this is the path. This is it." You know. And then you know you question where the next paycheck's coming from, or you question you know if you've cut enough hair to make your rent, or. Mm-hmm. Uh, you question whether or not like this big pharma movement is just going to come in and bold, like just totally like bulldoze you over. Yeah. The whole, is it
0: all worth it? Yeah.
1: And there's no way to know. Is this all worth it? Is how important is authenticity to the public? You know, will they be able to look at my products and be like somebody worked really hard for five years for this? Or will they just be like, ah, I like the color of this. This is cool. You know, and just take some big pharma guy's product off the shelf and not give a shit, you know? So I don't know, Uh, you know, I know how I pick products and I hope that people, I hope that the public will pick products the way that I do, so you know, with really looking at them, really looking like who's made them, who's the, who is the person behind the company, you know, what do they believe in? So,
0: yeah. And I think that's what I, why I was so drawn to you is because it is so authentic, like your, your purpose, your passion is out there and it's for everyone to see. And that goes, I mean, from, from your pictures to your content, to the ingredients that you cook with. I mean, it's all there. And I think that you're marketing to that type of, of buyer. And I think it's really, really cool.
1: Well, yeah, the companies like that. that have tried to take me over have just kind of tried to like, like I said, like bulldoze me over. And uh, the contracts have been like, and we will own you and we'll own your pictures and we are on your face and we will own your Instagram. And I'm like, but you guys don't know what's cool. <laughs> you know, like, it's cool. You're going to take it all over and you're going to put all sorts of money into it. But can you sustain it? Yeah. Like, I, as far as I've ever lived, like money doesn't fix problems. So, you know, like, I, can you keep it authentic? So that's, that's what's most important to me, but. Um, hopefully we can find that connection and somebody will believe in it. And I really hope that that whole corporation slash authenticity can kind of uh, work together. Yeah. I think that would be the best company.
0: Yeah. That would be a beautiful union for sure.
1: Yeah. Right. Like I think it's a great story where the big money can come in and uh, check the, the coolness from the underground and be like, let's build this up, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's what people should be looking for, not just some brand that they can bulldoze and uh, and steal. Yeah, so, absolutely.
0: But, but, and I feel like it's yeah. moving that way more often than not. I think people want
1: that more. Um, maybe that's well, just you know, like there's there's gonna be there's gonna be like the Coors Light, and then there's gonna be you know like all sorts of people are gonna just smoke whatever weed comes. Right? Oh, of course, of people are yeah. just gonna be happy that they that the weed is there and legal to smoke. Yeah, but for myself, because I know a little more and the people around me know a little bit more. I know who the craft growers are. So I wanna smoke good craft organic weed and make my products out of good craft organic weed. Not just like some swag that, you know, somebody who didn't care about the plant grew. Like I've been to some really big licensed producer grows and the guy, the head grower is like, I'd rather be growing tomatoes. I'm like, you just broke my heart. Like, wait, why, why are you even here? Yeah, don't, so you need to, that- you, you, don't you know you need to talk to these plants and love these plants? Don't you know these plants have feelings? <laughs> like, I think I'm it goes like back crazy. though to
0: the point of like you not liking laziness. You know what I mean? Like there's something behind that for sure. That when you know that the product's good and it, it's coming from like the whole source and that the the love and the effort is put in there, like it's so much more appreciated for yeah. sure.
1: Exactly.
0: Mm, I love that. Okay. What? Do you have um,
1: sensory deprivation tanks in Texas? in Dallas um there.
0: some it's not not everywhere right now the big things okay. the cryo still
1: so okay I hate that I know <laughs> but you uh, know what in Texas so it's probably hotter down there I know I am yeah, in Canada oh I don't want to go I don't want to go be cold but <laughs> yeah. I would absolutely recommend that you go get in the float tank though and give yourself an hour off you know with your uh with your black market weed <laughs> like go give yourself a bit of a break right like um, I definitely
0: need to try it. I know that there is a few places around. I just, I just haven't done it yet. Cause I, I honestly didn't know, I don't know much about it other than, you know, like, like you even hit on with like the Joe Rogan talking about it and, and the benefits and how they all go hand in hand. That's what I know, but I haven't actually gotten to try it yet.
1: It's incredible. It's a real trip. Yeah.
0: It's I'm definitely going to have trip. to add that to my list for sure.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Okay, what profession um would you not
1: like to do? What profession would I not like to do? You know what? I'd kind of I'd be okay with anything. I think I'd be okay with anything. I'm I'm okay with anything. Kind of like I I'll clean anything. I don't gross things don't bug me. Mm-hmm. Uh, retail's kind of a drag. I've done that. I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. But you but know, you would
0: do uh, it. You know, hard work doesn't. Scare I would do you, it. Clearly. Sure. <laughs> I do anything.
1: I do anything to support my people. But uh, yeah. Being inside, being inside wouldn't be fun. I like being <laughs> inside. There aren't very exciting answers. All
0: right. And then my last question for you is, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates?
1: <laughs> you made it. <laughs> um, <sighs> that I did good work. You know? That he was proud. Like, I, uh, i know i I know that I push myself too hard, but i I want to believe that it is for a better purpose of helping people so uh, I would like to get up there and have him say that i that I did a good job and that I helped who i could uh, yeah. i I started this um for myself, but uh one of my long time hair clients uh her name is Jackie she she was a star of a wife and a star of a woman and she watched her husband go through cancer and uh, suffer horribly for two years of palliative care she held Mm -hmm. it together and uh, he passed away and uh, seven days later she collapses and she was filled with cancer too uh, and just was strong and hit it and she died four months later and I sat with her in her hospital room and fed her brownies, even though it was like a Catholic hospital. And they said, uh, they said, you know, let's, you know, we're a Catholic hospital. You need to give her the synthetic weed and like just let her eat her fucking brownies. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, it was, it was hard to watch her go through and it's harder to watch her surviving daughter go through who's lost both of her parents within two years to cancer. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know even though she goes through that pain every day uh you know she uh the daughter and I have become very close and uh she's left with crippling anxiety and I get to still help her so yeah you know I I watched them help the dad and then I watched and then I helped the mom and now I get to help the daughter so if I can help them then I know that I'm doing the right thing and I can make their lives a little bit easier so uh you know everyone's dealing with a lot of pain and Mm -hmm. (laughs) um i can only hope that i can help those people so i'm not a doctor i don't know what i'm doing i've done a lot of trial and error and i talk to a lot of great doctors and have a lot of great doctors that can help me to have people get help Uh, but living with pain and living with uh, living with people in pain is a whole other level of uh, hardship so if i can help those people and i got to live that life and get up there and God said you did it look what you did you know then that would be enough for me worth it
0: yeah you're tough as nails but your heart is so soft and I love that
1: (laughs) oh I'm such a sappy like I don't know what's (laughs) happening to me lately but like uh they they did a story on me and my girlfriend was just like it's so funny because you are so strong and like inside is just the softest little softest little cupcake yeah No, you can. It's uh, cool because, you know, finding, finding my own health and my own healing has brought a real balance because before I was just really hard and thinking I had to be strong and tough and all of those things all of the time. And yeah, uh, just power through, power through and a little bit of healing. I can really yin yang that and, and balance for both. I love it.
0: It shows through talking to you. It shows through your products and what it's, it's been an honor to talk to you. Honestly, it really has. I really, really appreciate it. (laughs) <laughs> really really appreciate it and I'm gonna circle back in a year and see where you're at and see what's happening and hopefully you know me and a couple of my friends will be up there and and get to see you in person and love on you and thank you for what you're doing for Toronto and for Canada and
1: and eventually you know
0: worldwide I'm I'm excited
1: uh, you got me got me in tears I uh <laughs> thank you so it's uh thank you
0: <laughs> thank you it's,
1: it's bit, yeah it's been hard it's been great and it's been exciting and i know i'll get to look back at it you know everything from like getting to fight uh in china as like one of the first females to do so you know and all of that was exciting i got knocked the hell out but like i get like it's all part of the path forward and uh i know people get stuck with the pain that they're feeling or the situations that they feel that they're in but uh, all of that can change and time does change everything so you know when I was told that I wouldn't be able to fight anymore and I thought my life was over you know <laughs> and a lot of things have happened with like deals coming and going and thinking that that was the last chance and this was that but you know uh, opportunities keep coming and people do keep going, and uh and time will heal a lot of stuff so you yeah know, I just have to kind of keep pushing forward and knowing that those things will help me and uh the new chapter is always a better one so
0: absolutely best days ahead for sure for sure yeah well that's awesome thank you thank you so much for coming (laughs) on and for doing this and i can't wait to support blessed edibles and you and your journey um from texas so i'll be telling everybody i know for
1: sure (laughs) that's wonderful i can't wait to uh, spread some love all over texas and get you guys in the flip thing down there
0: thank you so much we'll talk soon
1: absolutely thank you so much bye honey
0: If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe. For more content, follow along at havetheconvo.podcast on Instagram or email me at havetheconvo at gmail.com to share your story. Till next time.